This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project. You're tuned to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Real Wealth, and it's our pleasure for the second time to be talking to Barry LaValle, who is a, a retirement special hailing from Canada, retirement specialist, I should say, hails from Canada, and here on behalf of the Stewart Group. To do what, Barry? I'm here to help them uh, communicate with their clients about retirement issues. They uh, uh, have organized a public seminar that is uh, free to the public uh, to where I'll get to talk about what some of the key issues are, mm-hmm. uh, as well as working with some of their clients. So it's uh, it's a great opportunity to come back to Hawks Bay. And great to see you. Um, I did a bit of research before you came in, and uh, I found a, a site which said the 15 things that you need to know about retiring. <laughs> now, I'm sure there's more than 15. Is there more than 15, or do we over-complicate um, it? I guess I think you're over-complicating it. Yeah. Um, so I cut uh, it back to three. Well, I don't know. Three, three might be yeah. a little short. <laughs> uh, a couple of ways you can look at that. There's, there's certainly a lot of research that's been done on what are the keys to retirement happiness. Yeah. And so there are five things there. Uh, you know, very quickly, you've got to have a positive emotion, which more is, means more about optimism, a sense of being self-directed. In other words, taking control of your life. Uh, there is engagement in life is the second one. And engagement in life simply means that you have to feel like life has purpose. You have purpose. There is relationships, which is the third one. And we need meaningful, supportive relationships to sustain our lives. There is engaging activities, which is the fourth one. And then finally, a sense of achievement, having Mm. achievements every day. It may be an urban myth, but I've heard it many times, and that is uh, if you retire and you haven't got a plan for retirement or you retire and you didn't really want to retire, that you can die early because you just lose hope. Well, we die. We don't die of, if accidents don't get us, we don't die of old age. You know, nobody's ever died of old age. We die of... Our immune system finally giving up. And so in New Zealand, Australia, Canada, the U.S., some of the top four are going to be stress-related cancers, cardiovascular strokes, and diabetes. The fact is that most of those are exacerbated by stress. So it's negative stress that gets you in the end. If you look at your life and you have a feeling of uselessness and irrelevance, then that's going to be stressful. If you're not who you are or who you used to be, that's going to be stressful. That ultimately is your undoing. Now, you say that you haven't retired. I mean, are you of retirement age? Is it okay for me to ask you that question? Since we came here last, I had my 65th birthday. So you're now of retirement age. I get a pension check. Uh, I get two. In Canada, I get this thing called old age security, and it uh, gets me a check every month, and then I have my Canada pension plan, and uh, I get two checks. I love it. Well, I'm going to be getting one. I would like to say it's free money, Ken, but we all know (laughs) that we we spend a lot of work trying to contribute to the pension system. Okay, well, here you are. You're a a guy who's had a a great working life. You've enjoyed working uh, at retiring age. But you haven't retired. I mean, you say you've retired, but you haven't really retired because here you are. You're out there sort of waving the flag for retirees and how they can have a better retirement. So in essence, you really are still working. Why is that? It's a sense of purpose. Mm. It keeps me alive. Literally, it does. Mm. 
Um, you know, and I, I could have probably say the same thing to you. You know, here I see this vibrant guy who yes. dresses weird. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, but just is so full of life and energy. And I'm thinking, why would we both want to sit on the couch, watch footy or rugby, and, and do nothing? Uh, I got stuff to do, don't you? I've got loads of stuff to do at home, for sure. But I'd much rather come to work and work. Yeah. But even at, at, at the stuff you do at home, that's still work. Right, yeah. building a deck or you know fixing something in the yard—that's work. Work is going back to school. Like, have you ever thought about going back to school to take something that you really wanted to learn about? Well, I have thought about that, and I thought that I might do that when I retire because I quite like the idea of doing computer work with photographs and whatnot. But and the wait a minute, the, uh, why? What do you mean when you retire? Well, I mean, you know, you probably do down the. Tr- I could do it now, but I'm busy. I also do theatre. I'm involved in theatre. So yeah, that I'm, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So when I'm not here. I'm at the theatre, and I suppose when I'm not at the theatre, I could be learning you, the You computer. could, right? Yeah. But you have a full life, which sure. is, by the way, the mark of somebody who is successful at this period of life. Like, I look at you, and I look at me, and I say, okay, we're retired, mm. because we're doing exactly what we want. And isn't that what retirement should be? We've defined this thing as this, it's a perpetual holiday, or as I call it, the 30-year-long weekend. Sure. No, retirement's doing what Ken and I are doing. That's it. I wonder, though, Barry, uh, that sounds a bit simplistic because there'll be people uh, sitting listening to this program who are saying, wow, I wish I was like those guys, but I'm retiring because I've got to put a meal on the table. Well, or they might stay in work. Yeah. Um, You know, and you're absolutely right. But that doesn't mean that you should just write off the rest of your life. When we talk about doing what we want and when we want the fact is anybody can do that because we are still alive and you come to a point if you have to keep working you just say look i am going to make the most out of the life that i have i'm going to try and balance everything i'm going to pay attention to my relationships i'm going to live a life true to my values uh so retirement isn't work versus no work it is choosing to decide what life you want and then doing everything you can to have that life one of the 15 uh, points um that I've got in front of me here, and you've touched on it, you and I, baby boomers, we wish we'd done things differently. Would you, do you wish you'd done things differently growing up? Saving oh, don't we all whatever? have that conversation in our heads? But then if, if I had done things differently, I wouldn't be where I am now. I wouldn't have my lovely wife, my son, and, and all of those things that, that are so important to me. So I look at my life as being building blocks to where I am, and I can't change anything. And so, no, I don't wish I had done. I have regrets. Maybe I should have done something, but the fact is I didn't. And we say that we're working because we want to keep on working because we love working. But apparently, according to this, uh, this thing I'm looking at in front of me, it says 76% of baby boomers are not confident that they've got enough money saved or they lack confidence. They wish they'd save more. And uh, 67% said they wish they'd started saving earlier. And apparently more than half of baby boomers say they will need their social security check to get them through. Yeah, yeah. And isn't that sad? Because things like social security or my pension, it's not designed to provide you a retirement life. It was designed to augment it. Mm. You know, you've got Kiwi Savers here where it's not designed to be the sole money that pays for your retirement. And yet uh, we have a lot of people that depend on it and say, that's it. I've got whatever I've got in Kiwi Savers and that's going to be my retirement. Um, We can't regret what we didn't do. Uh, You may have to work, continue to work, but that doesn't mean that you have to stop enjoying life. Is it a bit of a worry when you hear that statistic, 67% of people? That scares me. I ran into one in Canada where 
the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce, in a study on Canadian retirees or pre-retirees, found that 11% of them expected to get some income in retirement from lottery winnings. Mm. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now, another good point is that uh, you may not retire on your own terms. I mean, people like yourself, you you run your own successful business, you're traveling the world, you're doing uh, what you love doing. But uh, if you're a guy who's been on the, on the shovel or on a hammer and pick for uh, 40 years and you have to retire, not necessarily because you want to, but because you have to. Yeah, and that's really unfortunate. Um, you know, you have a harder time retiring if you love what you do, an easier time, obviously, if there are health mm. issues. But then you retire to what? The key to retirement is you making the best of the situation you are in. And so you get a lot of people who retire when they didn't want to, and it consumes them. And then they don't last very long because they are so upset at the fact that their life is over. It ends up being over. Great segue into the next point on the list. It says you'll likely lose sleep worrying about your retirement. That's true for just about everyone, isn't it? Except maybe you. I think about that. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you worry about the future? Uh, look, what I worry about is that uh, when I'm not quite sharp enough to come and do what I'm doing. So that's, that's, that's probably when I will retire. If I think, geez, I'm not up to this interview with Barry, so I'd have to think about doing yeah, something and, else. Yeah, and, you know, I get the same thing. Um, my ability to educate and to travel, I worry about if something were to happen to that. Mm. Um, I don't worry about the things that I can't control. Uh, so, you know, even though I can't control those things... What am I going to do about it? When I think of what worries me in this period of my life, <clears throat> there are things I can't control. Um, you know, I've already been through the life-threatening diseases, and I, I look at my life and I'm getting older. Uh, so what it's done for me is it's had me focus more on the day-to-day as opposed to the long picture. I try and do as much as I can for the length of period of time that I can do it. Yeah. And so that's really changed my whole philosophy. I'm living for today as opposed to living for tomorrow. There's a school of thought out there, Barry, that us old guys should step aside and let younger people have our jobs. What do you, what do you say to that? Um, I'm not going to think about it. They can get their own jobs. I'm going <laughs> to you know, we've got Great a lot answer. of intellectual capacity, yes. I, I assume. I, I don't really want to waste that. It's not like we're, you know, we're, we're digging ditches or uh, nothing, which is, or, or in, an, in, a, in a job that, that our physical strength is really will dictate whether we have a job or not. We have an awful lot of mileage on us. Indeed. And I don't know, that would be a waste to lose all that, wouldn't it? Is that an attitude that you've come across in your travels, though, that we should step aside and let younger people have a... Well, I suppose you get a little bit of that, but I think that people recognize the importance of experience. Yeah. And a lot of those people that don't want us to take their jobs are, are aspiring to have the kind of thing that doesn't come unless you have experience. The next one on my list is uh, probably about millennials, that they, uh, they have a lot of financial burden and they don't realize that a student loan could haunt their golden years. That's true, isn't it? Boy, is it ever <clears throat> more so in the United States, and I do a lot of work down there, and uh, that is scary because you get people who never pay off their student loans until they get to retirement. Mm. And huge, massive amounts of money that they have had to put aside for their education that they never get out from under. That is an issue. Uh, and I know that it's a cause for worry, but then, you know, 
you look at what it's accomplished for you and, and uh, you know, you just got to buckle up and, and uh, see if you can't get rid of all the kinds of debt that you have. Yeah. Which is a great point because in the last program we did speak about um, putting money aside and either investing or you know, putting a bit of money in the bank. But we, we did suggest that sometimes life can get in the way. And if you, I don't know, if you're studying to be a doctor, well, certainly in New Zealand it's probably about $100,000. I'm not sure what it is when, you, when you're in Canada or, or the U.S., but... How do you pay that sort of money off? Very tough, but I think, you know, you have to recognize that this perpetual sense of optimism that we have is that we're always going to make more money and at some point we'll make enough money to pay it off or we'll win the lottery or something. And I think that we have to bite the bullet Mm. um, and stop saying, all right, I'll pay it off someday, but in the meantime, I'm not sacrificing lifestyle. And this was more a boomer trade, I think, than the millennials. A lot of the millennials are looking at our money and saying, you know what, that's really going to pull me out. Yeah. So don't spend any of my money while you've got <laughs> exactly. it. That's right. Now on the, uh, the top 15 facts about uh, secrets to a happy retirement, uh, women are less prepared for retirement. That would be true as well, wouldn't it? Well, I think that might be, uh, I, I want to say an overgeneralization. The fact is that in many cases it's the man that's been running the money and, and then the women who could do it on their own if they wanted to but they're saying here you handle it you know and the fact and then something happens to the man and now they've got to take it over uh women generally have been less in the workplace yep. which means they qualify for less as far as pension savings mm-hmm. go um, poverty is an issue sometimes financial literacy is an issue so i see this as a major problem that i think financial services firms have to address because one of the stats in this uh, question is that nearly two-thirds of women, and I guess it's right here uh, in New Zealand as well as in America, nearly two-thirds of women have nothing saved or less than $10,000 in retirement uh, savings compared to 52% of men. Is that a statistic you find? Is- yeah, I, I, I would believe that. Mm. I would believe that because now we're moving from what was family money into individual money. And having said that, I think that proper financial preparation means that that women should be protected through things like life insurance and that this becomes a major issue I think as far as protecting and enjoying the life that you have Mm. so I think that some forward planning on behalf of couples is needed while you still can because there may come a point and there likely will come a point when you don't qualify for insurance absolutely would you recommend that as we get to a retirement age, or even if we do retire, that we carry on investing in things like stock market, um, or just put our money in the bank, get our three percent interest at the bank pays, and think, mm, well, you know, at least we know that money's coming in? I think that there is always need for growth. We've got inflation issues. <clears throat> I don't believe in speculating in in the share market, and and the reason I say that is there's two ways to look at investing. Investing is making your money grow to you know to achieve the goals that you want but there's another part of investing which is just pure speculating to me trading the market is speculation mm-hmm. and in retirement i don't think you want to do that warren buffett's got a great great piece of advice he said because investing is such an inexact science it's always better to be approximately right than precisely wrong <laughs> so i think that there is room for investing but i think there is where you sit down with an advisor and the minute that the advisor says that they're going to try and get you to beat the market, then I want you to fire the advisor. Yeah. Now, if we wind the clock back, let's say, 50 years, uh, the ex- expected life expectancy of the average man or woman was three score years and 10. Well, now it's about 90, isn't it? 
Well, it is, although we used to look at those old statistics and forget that they were from birth. Yes. Where if you're in good health at age 65, we can expect to live now to be into our late 80s and early 90s and women beyond that. So one of the issues I see is people don't plan to live as long as they're going to have to live. You say, how long should we plan for? They say, oh, I don't know, 83, 84, but it's beyond that now. Yeah. Well, they're saying here that uh, you should plan to uh, financially to be 100. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Now, there, then you get into the argument, though, do I give up lifestyle now so that I might have money if I'm still here at 100? And I'm saying, ah, you want to think about that, too, because I would never totally sacrifice my life today because it's all I have. Sure. You know, I have no guarantee I'm going to be around at 100. No, right. Now, in quotations, it says here, fun money is more important than it seems. That's dead right, isn't it? I believe it is. I, you, what's life if you can't enjoy it, mm. right? Now, fun money is, is uh, you know, it lets you do the kinds of things that you like to do, the things that are great. But there is this money that we spend that is ego money or it's habit money. And if we were to cut out those two things, I think that we would be much further ahead. A shocking stat for you to give me some uh, feedback on because bearing in mind this is secrets to a happy retirement, but... <laughs> It says here that seniors are declaring bankruptcy at an unprecedented rate throughout the world. Yes. Um, uh, That's a particular problem in the United States. And the challenge they have is they, they, they manage their lifestyle based on a steady income stream. But since we are who we are, our spending continues on even if the income has stopped or the income is now capped. And so you end up spending money you don't have. You end up doing things like going to the casinos. You take on debt, credit card debt for seniors is one of society's dirty little secrets. Mm. Uh, reverse mortgages or, you know, there's there's all these things that are out there where you're sacrificing the assets you have for lifestyle. Yeah. And that's because we didn't go and see an advisor when we were 40, is it? You needed somebody to kick your butt is what you needed. Uh, but we don't do that. We kind of figure we can handle it all. There's an old cliche, Barry, which says that uh, money can't buy you happiness, but when you're old, it can. No, I disagree with that. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. I saw a great study out of Great Britain earlier this year that looked at perceived levels of happiness and levels of affluence, and what they found was there was no correlation. Although, interestingly enough, they said if you have money, it makes sadness easier to handle. (laughs) (laughs) Although, wouldn't you like to think that when you get older, you know, for instance, uh, uh, there's a band called Toto coming around. Have you heard of Toto? Of course. That's right. And what's their big song? Africa. Well done. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, we'll do a trivia thing on the next show. <laughs> we will. Anyway, they're coming to uh, Hawke's Bay on uh, January the 10th, and they're coming with a Kiwi band called Dragon. Now, I imagine that it's probably going to cost, oh, let's speculate. Let's say it's going to be at least 90 or $100. Yeah, I would buy that. Yeah. I, I would. You should come along. Well, I, I'd love to. I'd love to. I'll wait till they come to North America if I'm there because the plane ticket's going to add to my ticket price. But I might imagine that there's a whole lot of seniors out there who would remember Toto and certainly Dragon saying, geez, I'd love to go and see that, but a 200 bucks out of our money, we can't do it. Well, yeah, but you know, I look at these the groups of my youth and any time I get a chance to see one of them, it reminds me of where I came from and I look at it as a as, as a worthwhile expenditure if I can afford it. Yes. Right? And that's the key. That's the key. Yeah. So, so yeah, it could buy happiness in that regard, but it's going to make me happy temporarily, and then tomorrow it's another day. Yeah. I'll look for another group to come through. That's right. Go back to work. 
just recap, Barry, we're just about out of time. Um, a happy retirement, how do we do that? Uh, when you feel like you have control, when you have robust relationships, when you're living a life close to the values or true to the values that you have, when you feel like you have relevance as a human being, uh, that to me is the mark of a happy retirement. And if you want any advice locally, where would you recommend that we go? I'd recommend going to see the advisors at Stewart Financial Group. Um, we have had long chats about retirement, and I really like the nature of their advice. They're going to help you clarify the issues that you'll face. They're going to give you their insight based on their understanding of you, and then they'll work with you as a partner. And I think that's key to working successfully with an advisor. Good on you, Barry. Our pleasure. We look forward to talking to you again next time you're back here in good old NZ. I'll be here. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project.